Show, episode number 426. My name is John Morgan. Cold Coffee is with me here in a steaming hot Las Vegas. We have gotten to summer. The winter dragged out far too long for my personal taste, and now we just go straight to 100 degrees. That's how we do it here in Las Vegas, which, how's that making you feel today as you kind of nurse a little bit of a <laughs> Hangover? I didn't realize it was that warm outside because I haven't stepped outside. I looked outside and I saw it was sunny, but I haven't even looked. Normally, I would get out this morning and walk, but yeah, I woke up today and had a bit of a hangover. I love it. I love it. The dark side is bringing you back in. Uh, Normally, I come over here on a Wednesday afternoon to sit down and talk a little oh, bit of mixed and I'm just martial arts. PT, I'm just like brimming like, with energy. Bro, I got up and I went to the gym at like 3:30 a.m. <laughs> I, I ran a marathon and then by 6 a.m. I was I was lifting weights out in my garage. Oh my God. Yeah, this morning at 4 a.m. I did wake up, but it was to take <laughs> ibuprofen and I realized I had passed out on the couch. And then I went upstairs, went to bed, and then uh, promptly went back to sleep. Just when you thought you were out, they drug you back in. Yeah, tequila, tequila, and Miller Lite will do that. <laughs> I wish they, they used to have a PBR on the uh, the uh, whatever draft, but I guess they didn't go there enough, so they didn't keep it on oh. the thing. Because I had been lobbying for it forever, but I guess a lot of people weren't really into it, which is What's just wrong with these absolutely people? insane to me. Um so they put middle. I, I, maybe the middle so light was already on so, there. So you were solely responsible for getting PBR on draft in your bar, and because you stopped going there, they, they let it go. I mean, that just yeah. goes. <laughs> <laughs> your consumption level is is incredible. The fact they put it on tap for you, and then it was not being consumed enough that they took uh, it off. You know, I think it was probably because they were probably just even just the squeaky wheel because every time I went there I was like they like wait we want to try new beers I'm, I, was, I was always like PBR and they're like well you know there's different import I was like can you get PBR <laughs> and then uh, have you seen the latest sour craft beer yeah, from mm, I do well I do like a good sour beer I would rather take some PBR and then yeah when I moved to the south side of town it's just like a 25 minute drive right you know and of course we don't advocate the uh, the driving and drinking of uh, oh, you just didn't want to be in an Uber that long on the way home I just didn't want to be in an Uber that long you know <laughs> Ubers are really expensive right uh, now. Yes, you're right. You should not. You should not be imbibing and then getting behind the wheel. But uh, yeah. if you're going to do it, less than 25 minutes. Yes, less than 25 yeah. minutes for sure, and not a lot of turns. You know, maybe a straight shot, One. maybe a left, <laughs> straight down <laughs> rainbow. Yeah, when I, it's funny when I used to go there and when I lived down uh, Sahara. It was downhill towards like the 15. Mm-hmm. I was just used to joke that I'd be like, I could just coast just down put a to neutral the 15. and roll. Just like, just roll <laughs> and just hope for the lights to work out. Well, uh, but yeah, so I went there. Uh, unfortunately, it was it was a celebration of life. Like the guy that used to be a president of uh, the Browns backers in town passed away. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of the old Browns people and people from Ohio and stuff all got together. And then next thing you know, tequila shots. The Golden Knights game was on. So then it was tequila shots. And then it was. There's this funny thing that the, the, the ladies sometimes do, the bartenders there. They take these n- matches, they fashion them around their nipples, and they light them on fire. <laughs> so put that with tequila, and, and then... This is uh, just a regular bar, by the way. It's just a regular like bar. A strip club and it wasn't anything. even like the it was enclosed like behind doors. Like They're literally sitting at the bar next to me, so anybody at the other side could see it. So, then, so they, they take a match... Take like a little match. Imagine like they're just not like a stick match, but like the ones that are like that pliable sort of cardboardy okay, yeah, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, like in the in the packets. Yeah, or in the packets, and then you could split the end of it so that it sort of wise out right. at the end, and then you lick that end, and then it sticks, and then you just pinch it onto the nipples, and it <laughs> sticks. <laughs> and then they light it, and How then they did... just shake, and then you just like usually if you're around there near there, you just kind of cheer them on, and then. <laughs> If they're drunk, they do it again, you know. So. Oh, my goodness. How did that tradition start? Uh, the crazy bartenders just <laughs> trying to do whatever. They used to do it for bir- uh, for birthdays and stuff, too. Like, if it was your birthday, they'd be like, ah, and they'd light it, and they'd let you blow it out or whatever. <laughs> it's fucking Vegas, man. Like, yeah, I don't remember them that being a Midwest thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is amazing. But, uh, yeah, so just, that, that just popped Just hanging out. out at the friendly neighborhood bar, yeah, you know, know lighting I mean, nipples on fire. It was just – it was something – but yeah, then tequila. So yeah, and then uh, this morning happened, and then I was just like, uh. <laughs> so yeah. Back to the weather. I had no idea how warm it's, it was outside. Right. Yeah, it's good. It's hundred <laughs> degrees already. Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta get outside. It's it's warm. But by the way, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, not that I will pretend to sit here and be the biggest hockey fan. I couldn't name a couple of players on there. Yeah. But uh, you know, Vegas is our local team. We've we we yep, they came yep. here when we lived here. So like we've seen them since the inception. Obviously, 
um, you know, depending on how deep you want to go down the rabbit hole. I mean, uh, their inaugural season happened during a very dark time during the, the city, and so people kind of rallied around them and what they embodied and all those things. But it's it's been our franchise, and it's been interesting for me because they're playing the Dallas Stars, right, which obviously born and raised in Dallas, still yeah. have my family in Dallas. I still cheer for, like, the Cowboys and uh, consider myself like a Dallas sports fan. So this was kind of a weird position because, to be honest with you, as the series started, one of my best friends actually texted me. He's like, so who are you going to cheer for? And I'm like, I think Vegas. Like, I've been here long enough. Yeah. I've been here, you know, 15 years now. And, and I actually saw this team, the inception of it. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I, I still feel weird about the Raiders. Like, I feel like we took somebody else's team. Yeah. And so I feel weird kind of adopting those our own. But this team I'm, I'm cheering for. And, uh, you know, again, I, I do like the sport of hockey. I'm not a big hockey fan. I don't have much time to watch anything outside of MMA and combat sports, I'm being honest. But it is a fun game, especially live. It's really yeah. fast. And it's, you know, what those guys can do on skates is incredible. Um, but anyway, good series. Uh, you know, excited. Looks like prime to go to, uh, you know, prime to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. It looks like it's 3-0. But, boy, that game last night, man, after two incredible, tense Overtime, overtime games yeah. in the first two games here in Vegas. I mean, I I, I don't understand what, what the, the captain of the Stars did there. And I've seen his statement today. If you guys didn't see this game, and I'm sure. I didn't, see, I didn't read what his statement, but he, he lost his fucking mind. He lost time. his mind. So if, lost his I'm mind. sure most people have probably seen it, even if you're not a hockey fan. I mean, this is a pretty big story. I mean, they had to end the second period early because people were throwing, throwing trash on, the, on yeah. Crazy. But, so he, he hits a check. And then the guy he checks the guy to the ground. Okay, it's playoff hockey. You checks are going to happen. But as as the opponent's on the ground, he basically cross checks the head on yeah. the ground. His statement today was like, "I need to control my stick better." He's like, "It's unfortunate that I fell over and used my stick to brace myself." Uh, and it was like, "Bro," and I'm not even a hater. Like I'm from Dallas. I love he's trying Dallas. To stick to that line. Yeah, but like, dude, especially as the captain of the team, I think yeah. you got to come out and be like, "Guys, That's he's going to get he's going to get huge fine from that." I imagine. Huge fine. Yeah, I imagine know? they're going to let him play tomorrow night in Game I mean, Four. It's bad. I mean, like it. I guarantee somebody was like, "We need to try to get ahead of this." Say, say that you fell or whatever. But it's like, bro, you—he dived into him. He you could crushed see, you the could dude see on the ground to his, his head. Arm. Yeah, it was—it was really bad. I was so my, my wife and I, and we were—we were watching. Actually, we had it on the phone on the way taking my kid to jujitsu, and we were kind of talking about it in the car or whatever. And she's like, "What do you think is going to happen?" And I'm like, "In my mind, especially the captain of the team, like." You just got to own up to that and be like, guys, I made a horrible decision. Like, I, I lost my temper. You know, yeah. I, I, I just lost control of myself. I apologize. I know I let the team down. Hell, the team had to issue a statement. The president of the team issued a statement, like, apologizing to the city uh, for the way the fans behaved and all that. I, I thought he would do that. Instead, he's kind of doubling down, just be like, that's a damn shame. I fell over and just happened to land on his head, man. I, and, and, again, this is coming from somebody that is a Dallas supporter. Uh, if I was not cheering for the Golden Knights, I'd be cheering for the Stars. But, dude, that's just – that's poor form, man. It was it was bad. I mean, I, I, I get he was very frustrated. But, yeah, I mean, now it's just – it sounds even extra just stupid for him to try to, like, do whatever. But, I mean – it was it was bad. It's probably the wor one of the worst ones I've seen in a while. Where it's like there could have been some real harm. I yeah. mean, if he would have really connected against the guy's neck with that downward pressure, I mean, yeah. he could have he could have crushed the dude's neck. I mean, he could have did, no, did some real bad. No so. justification for it whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, so, so it'd be interesting. I mean, um, in terms of if, if if the NHL really wants to look into, I don't know how they've treated some of those things. I think it's in it's in his favor that there wasn't a serious injury. Mm. You know, if Stone was injured or had to get carted off or something happened, I guarantee there'd be a Oh, the outrage be, would be even. It'd be huge. I yeah. mean, it could be that could be maybe career ending possibilities. You never kind of know, I mean, but it's crazy, man. So they, so that was what like a minute and a half into the game. They it got was a five so early They on. got a 5 minute major. They end up getting yep. two more goals. So after like 6 minutes, they're up 3-0. The captain has been thrown out of the game. Yeah. Uh they have no I, I, it was funny. I mean, I know this probably isn't how you should think about it, but I was sitting there thinking, man, can you imagine the fans that probably spent like a ton of yeah. money to get into that game, and yeah. essentially it's over in six minutes? You're like, what am yeah, I? Yeah, a lot of them left early too. Oh, which I saw I was it. Like, the, I was the, like, the oh, seats were empty man, towards the end of the game. They made a lot of money for those seats, and they were oh. so upset that they just left early. And there was even another fight that sort of a uh, guy that got pinned. I can't remember what his name was, but it might have been against yeah, they had like Stone a as well. Like, ten minute misconduct for like that he, one. He, punch him then he comes back and did it and I was like he's a smaller guy too I was like man he's a, look at him go but like because the, the guy took a 
took the punch and then just kind of like was like, huh? Like, what the heck? <laughs> you know, so that, I don't know. Crazy. It, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, man. Uh, I had the, the Blue Jackets back home when uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets came. So, I mean, I was always into, I liked hockey, but I mean, competing against Ohio State sports and like the, the NFL and uh, NBA was always kind of, it was always that, that other team, you know? Right. But out here in the desert, man, everybody absolutely loves them. And I think you're right, man. Having them come up um, from nothing out here, you know, everybody's just fully embracing them. But then you're seeing shit like this. This is like what their sixth season and uh, or something along those lines. And they've been in like four, four conference four finals, conference I believe. Finals. It's just unreal, man. Like they, the, the team they've, they've fielded together um, is just fantastic. Or there's just something about – the support, you know, um, they've been doing it, man. But, yeah, I mean, if it keeps going like it is, yeah, they're going to be in the, the final again and maybe we'll have a better possibility. But it would be pretty fucking stellar, I think, to be able to get the Stanley Cup in, like, your first within 10 years of your yeah, first. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That's, that's huge. It'd be amazing. And it's huge. So I don't want to jinx it or whatever, but, I mean, uh, if anything out, else, we're just enjoying the ride, man. But it was fun. Fun for us Vegas sports fans yeah, to see it. It yeah, is it cool. Fun. The community has embraced it. Well, and that's why I got drunk last night. <laughs> <laughs> that was the start of it. He's like, ah, well, let's do it. Yeah. By the way, I'm just going to put on that game started at 5 p.m. Well, I guess 5 is an acceptable time to start. Even, even yeah. it's I mean, socially work. acceptable. Like, work was huh? done. <laughs> it was work was done, you know. Uh, all right, it is a rare off week for the UFC. I'm going to go ahead and give an early plug, though. Saturday night, if you're looking for something to watch, if you're missing some combat sports this weekend, we do have Fury Professional Grappling 7, which will be on UFC Fight Pass, myself and CM Punk on the call. We had some shuffles uh, happen late here to our card, but I, I still like it a lot. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be uh, Joe Pfeiffer uh, versus reigning CFSC welterweight champ Charlie Racky. Racky had to withdraw, but uh, Gerald Mearshart stepped in. So we got GM3 against Joe Pfeiffer in the main event. Uh, Andre Petrosky is back against Rene Sosa in the co-main event. Andrew Cockle is in there. Uh, he had to have a replacement as well. Unfortunately, Jose Perez, our interim featherweight champ, who has f phenomenal jiu-jitsu, I was really excited about it. He was supposed to be in there. Uh, but instead, he had to withdraw. And Bill Algio is in. So uh, another CFSC vet, a UFC fighter, yeah, um, a character, a guy that you know will have some fun on the mic and will have some fun entertainment-wise. That one, uh, Algio versus Andrew Cockle, if you haven't seen the Fury Professional Grapplings, that'll be a lot of fun. The, uh, Andrew Cockle is just uh, an exciting guy. He makes it, he makes it fun. And uh, and then much to my surprise, out of nowhere, uh, the president is back. Brad Bolton is back again uh, against uh, Ben Davis, Ben the Bane on Twitter. Who, Are you really? Yes. He, he calls out. He said, I want – he called out Brad and was like, I want to grapple you on the card. And Brad hit him back on Twitter and was like – Send me your your full legal name, your date of birth, and your preferred airport, and I'll buy the ticket right now. And he did. Wow. <laughs> so uh, does Bane have? Does he have grappling experience? He, so he spent some time training with. Uh, you know, he's gone up to Glory MMA a couple times. He's got some friends in that camp. He's done that. Uh, I know Billy Corntillo. He spent some time rolling with him at, at the PI. Um, but I think most Glory of his, Hole MMA. <laughs> wow! I'm just kidding. Wow! I'm just Glory kidding. MMA. Uh, but I think the majority of his, his time is really spent striking. I know he does train, but I think he really strikes That's like awesome. more than anything. But he's jumping in there against the black belt in Brad Bolton. So Bolton, the black belt. Yeah, Bolton. Oh fuck. <laughs> Get, get, get on Ben, man. He's fucking. He's doing it. Well, I think the get over. Un, I think the over under on uh, is like thirty seconds, maybe. Or I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what. The, what the, he can make it thirty seconds. He's. He, I think. Yeah. He's. He's been posted on Twitter. He just wants to last a minute. Yeah. Because I mean, you figure it'll take thirty seconds to really. He could. He could dance around a little bit when not like engage before you start getting what stall calls or yeah. some shit. I, so I don't know what he's. I don't know if. I don't know if maybe he was watching. Just imagine him I don't know if he around. was watching the Vegas Golden Knights and maybe had a few couple cocktails when he made that when he issued that challenge. But he issued the challenge and uh, Brad Bolden said, "Let's well, go." So. You know, What's that other one that I always try to get Oscar on? Fight Circus? Fight Circus. That, that sort of just started making me think about Fight Circus. Dude just calling out people and they're like, hey, we can make it happen. We can, <laughs> we can make it I happen. I love Fight Circus. They're like, bro, we can do that. What do you want to do? You're like, midgets? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many? How many? <laughs> okay, yeah, three? Okay, yeah, we can do that. Oh, man. Yep, so you want to put two guys in one shirt and have them fight? We, we can, can do, do that. that. <laughs> I love I love Fight Circus, man. They're crazy. Uh, all right, listen. So no, uh, so that'll be Saturday night if you want to tune in. Uh no UFC, but man, I guess the uh, the predominant story that continues to, to to you know loom over the landscape is Francis Ngannou and his signing with the PFL, and people continue to kind of break it down. Yeah, um, I'm kind of curious what your take is because 
you know, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday. This is somebody that's uh, outside of the MMA world, but just kind of an MMA fan, but um, a, 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 you know, kind of an astute businessman. So he was talking about from the business perspective, and we were kind of debating the merits of it. And he was kind of thinking, you know, that he, he really doesn't like this for Francis Nagano, and, and is concerned that maybe, you know, everything won't come to fruition, and you know, maybe the the, the fights that he's promised won't necessarily happen. Maybe the boxing match isn't guaranteed; it doesn't mm -hmm. happen. You know, uh, maybe the PFL Africa doesn't turn out to be as big as it, as they potentially want it to be. Because I was saying, man, I think Francis hit a home run with this. Now I'm still I'm still really scared that the PFL is going to have a hard time making this profitable. But I also believe that they're not really trying to make it profitable. I think that they're trying to just stir things up a little bit, get themselves attention. And there's no bigger attention grab than this. Um, so I think they're like, well, if we lose some money on it, that's okay because we're getting headlines and we're showing that there is an alternative out there. And I think they're okay with that. But I don't know. It was kind of the debate that, man, what if some of this stuff really doesn't come to fruition for Francis? Um I don't know. I, I still feel like it's a win for him because I feel like he wanted the opportunity to have right. the freedom and the opportunity to chase this. So I think right. even if it doesn't come to fruition, I think he'll still feel like he won because he got to go chase these things that he wanted to do. Right. But I don't know. It's just, I'm kind of curious what you think because it, it seems like I, I am seeing more people come out. And, 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 you know, these are – look, I know some people um, – some people love Dana in the UFC. Some people hate Dana in the UFC. But, I mean, the yeah. people that I'm talking – I'm seeing people that are just kind of looking at it from a non-biased perspective, and some of them are offering some doubts of, like, how is this thing going to all play out? Well, I mean, I think that's it. I mean, like, he, he was able to win his freedom. He was able to win the possibility for these other things. But there is no – there's nothing set up. Mm. There's no guarantees of anything at this point. They want to make him the chairman of this PFL Africa, which doesn't exist. You know, it, it's – but at least he has the freedom, and now it's it's kind of on Francis to make these things actually become something. Mm. You know, um, if he point. wants to really push towards PFL Africa and actually make it into something, he now has that potential to do it. And the PFL's like, hey, we'll be your partner in doing it. You're the chairman. You gotta you gotta lead the you gotta lead the way. You gotta start this whole process. Same thing with like these super fights. They're like, okay, you want to have super fights? Cool. What is a super fight? Right. Who are these people? You know, if if he can't get these super fights that they're trying to do, I mean, there's always the potential of them saying, well, we can give you something. We can give you a, another, a different fight contract that's maybe doesn't qualify as these super fights. Right. But then there's a lot of risk in taking that fight because you take a fight and say you lose. You know, like, um, who is it? I think that was saying the, uh, Ante Delizia or whatever yep. would be a good candidate. He's also one hell of a tough dude. Like, that's definitely a fight that he could lose, you know? So... I think the potential is there to, to do these things, but what's crazy is, like, they're all just ideas right now on, on paper. There's there's ideas to say that this is what's going to happen, yep. but they need to have the right dance part. There's no set date for these super fights to happen. There's no set opponent for these super fights to happen. Like, what the hell is a super fight? Is that only something outside of the organization now that they could bring somebody in to make these crazy fights? But they don't want to have him fight anybody else because maybe he's like, well, I can't get the money to, to, to do whatever, and it's a lot of risk. But, um, I mean, I think the potential's there to do things, but there's just nothing set. So what did he – it's easy to say, okay, yeah, well, he got his contracts that he wanted, got whatever. I'm not sure if that's initi that's ensuring any sort of money. Is money transacting? Right. Is anything actually exchanging? Is he able to put any of this ideas in the bank? It's interesting, right? So it's, you know, it's, he's it's, able to do sponsorships and other kind of stuff. So I think that clears up the opening to where he can get yep. money that's coming into the bank right now. But is any money coming from the PFL right now? Are they paying him to be this chairman if this thing really even sort of is existing? Or right. is it just the idea to go? So I'm not even sure right now what the, all the PFL is only in my mind. And I, I, that doesn't mean I, I, that it has something that hasn't. They've just agreed to the idea. Right. I don't know if they've actually shelled out a dollar. You know, I'm sure they shelled out some money to go do the promotion that they did, flying to Africa to sign the paperwork and do all that right. shit. They put some definitely some dollar value into actual promotion and the signing of it. Um, or they had rented uh, two like two different like Bentleys or whatever cars because at first they were going to rent one car, but then it was too small for them. <laughs> so then they had different options of like Bentleys <laughs> that they were using or. Whatever other little uh. things, so they put in all this crazy stuff. So, um, I, I I'm happy for him. I'm interested to see what happens to it. I just don't know what it entails because it, right now it's just a lot of open ended. I don't want to say promises because they went further yeah. on to actually say, okay, we'll put this in writing. This is what's going to happen. But um, I just don't see any sort of definitive anything going 
in any particular direction. Like, does that mean PFL Africa goes first? Right. Do we try to do boxing first because you have the potential? I don't know where his head's at. I know he has a team that's trying to help shape and pick the right path to do, and he has that freedom to do that other stuff. And I think by whatever steps he chooses and what direction will be the, the factor and where the money that's going to start coming in first is going to come from, whether it be a super fight, whether it be boxing, whether it be, and okay, I, I, I want to be just an employee starting PFL Africa and let's do whatever. You know, maybe that goes and means that they get a broadcast deal from a partner in Africa to create some things and he gets a portion of that or something. Yeah. Who knows? I just feel like it's on him now to drive what's going to happen for his it's business. It's a great way to put it. It really is a great way to say it. And I still feel like <laughs> boxing should be the first primary goal, right? Because yeah. if you happen to lose an a MMA, one. a big boxing match, you can't, got to can't, – can't, can't, can't take a, a – a walk-in boxing match no, and then lose. No, you got then it's, it's, it's got to be gone. one of those big ones. And and and, yeah. and flip side too is if you don't do the boxing first, if you lose in MMA, like you said, which is very possible, especially in the heavyweight division, that yeah. boxing goes away because now there's not the interest anymore, right? Yeah. You're you're no longer the lineal UFC champ. You're now just the dude that left the UFC and lost. Yeah. So why do I want to see that in a boxing ring? So I think you got to do the boxing first. But I think I think what I've seen in this whole fallout is like everybody's in this huge rush to determine who won, who lost, who had the right move, who had the wrong move. And I think you just hit the nail on the head and said it perfectly. Is that I, and, and I, I initially thought, man, Francis Nagano, home run. And the more people I've talked to that have said things like that, it's like, wait a minute. He has the ability to make this a home run. But like, he hasn't hit the home run yet, right? right. Like, the runners are on base, you know, the, everybody's there, ready to go. But yep. he hasn't hit the grand slam just yet. He's got to go out and make it happen. I love what you yep. just said there. But I think – I think even if it doesn't happen, he'll feel like he won because he got himself in a position where he has the ability to do that, which right. he never had the ability to do that before. He feels before. like he's shaping his career. He's but shaping his path. That's himself. it. He's carving out the path. Yeah. He's has that uh, you know influence over his yeah. own direction. But you're right. I don't think we can really claim you know this was this was a home run yet until yes, they're all set up. But they gotta fall. They yeah. all they all gotta fall. They all gotta happen. And if they do, yep. my God, he's you know yep. if he does get a multi million dollar payday for boxing, which yep. not only is it the multi million dollars, but it's the fact that it's what he's always wanted to do, right? right. He, when he was a kid, he watched yep. Tyson and he fulfilling wanted to box. Right? He's, he's fulfilling the dream, which probably yep. means more than the millions. I mean, from all accounts, he's gotten enough millions already. Who doesn't want more millions? Yeah, right? But it's that it's it's the thing about chasing that passion that he always wanted to do. So if that happens, and then he goes in the PFL. Collects a couple nice paychecks there with some big wins, you know, continues his run, and then, you know, walks away from competition and, and handles this PFL Africa and is able to, like, really help the continent grow the sport. Right. And I mean, my God, that, that'll be that'll changing be the lives. dream scenario. It'd be changing, it'd be changing generations. Exactly. Gener he'd be creating generational wealth for but families. That's and stuff. it. And, 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 you know, what is he – God, I mean, he wants to give back. You know what I'm saying? He's already started to give back. I mean, he's already – Francis Nagano's already won life. I mean, you hear his story and where he came from yeah. and what he did. Like, he's already won. But as far as whether this move is a home run, I think it's too early to call yet. You've got to see if all that stuff plays out. But if yeah. it does, it's insane. Yeah, he's at least he's in the game. He's in the game because before he was just on the outside wanting to get into to the – to the possibility to do really, really big things with his career. He was doing great things at the UFC. He was making money, whatever. But the the potential that he has now um, to have a, a company willing to put their money and their name behind you, mm -hmm. it's fantastic. But, yeah, it's going to be on him to, to, to really push it. He's got incredible charisma. Um, he's, I think he's smart with the people that he has around him. He's got a lot of people that have believed in him. Um, so I think he has the right team there to help him push in the directions once he makes the decision of, yeah. okay, this is the way we want to go. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him because a lot of people just – it was the timeline was starting to become, okay, well, if nothing's happening, nothing's happening, people are dropping off, negotiations are dropping off, oh, no, he's going to backpedal and go to the UFC. It just felt like the, the, that noise was rising and rising and from, from finally being able to just say, hold on, I got something coming out. Yeah, yeah. You could feel like he was like – very happy and he was proud of that moment and I think a lot of people were it's hard to not be happy for him um but yeah it's uh it is still too early I think to to see how big this can be mm -hmm. but the potential could be huge yeah could be really really huge so what do, you, what do you think have you you got any feel on who I mean the Verdum name keeps popping up to me is the, the, the guy that's already there under contract yeah. the guy that's um but is that a super fight I, don't, I mean, what? Is, I mean, unless you're picking somebody off the UFC roster, I hate to say that. I mean, it's not the I UFC. I mean, because you got to figure they got to make it a pay per view to even try to get some of the money back. And it's like, 
All right, so now you want a pay-per-view, so you got to think of the whole card that you're even going to try to put underneath it. Like, is it going to be a card of super fights? Does that mean you have to have other shit, you know? Like, is this going to happen once a year type of thing? I mean, is this once every couple years they can finally get something together? I mean... I'm kind of interested, too, to hear, you know, whoever wins the UFC... Or the UFC... Whoever wins the PFL season this year, the heavyweight tournament, the heavyweight season, uh, they're going to... I saw an interview the other day with Maurice Green, and he was like, you know, okay, this is a big signing for us, but only if you only if we get the fight. Get like, the fight. Yeah. What, why are they going to bring somebody else in? Why don't we get if we win the yeah. season? Why don't we get to have that fight? That's going to be interesting to see. I mean, it's only going to apply to one person right now. It's everybody, but one person is going to emerge victorious. Yeah, and I'm going to be real interested to see if that person because had that fight happened this fall, well, then you got an excuse. You're like, well, we brought him in. And, you know, you guys were in the middle of the season and we couldn't change right. up our season format, so we brought in another guy so we right. could have the fight. But if, if we know it's not happening until next year, whoever wins the season, they got to be a little bit angry, right? They got to say, like, yeah. hey, I know you gave me my million for winning, but I already know that the winner is getting either another million or two million or whatever, you know, end up getting negotiated. Um, why am I not getting that opportunity? Yeah. Like, I, I, I played the game that you guys have yeah. set up. Why like, am why I not getting Why is it a separate this? vertical? Because it feels like it's two separate verticals. That's going to be interesting know? to see how they manage that. And, yeah. I, and I'm not trying to say – I'm not trying to stir the pot or anything, but I'm just saying somebody's yeah. probably going to get their feelings a little bit hurt or a little bit frustrated. I'm going to be interested to see – I mean, it's, cer it's certainly a way to market it, you know, with the possibility, you know, especially if they're trying to uh, to do this whole paper, uh, the super fights thing is, say you work you work your way through the heavyweight, you get the million dollars, but you also get now get the bonus factor of being able to fight for the first pay-per-view super fight or whatever, and then you have the, you know that even if you lose, you're going to be getting a couple million. Mm -hmm. If I was that heavyweight, I'd be clamoring for it. Right. You know, because regardless, you're going to get double or more than what you just won going all the way through the tournament. I would think that, yeah, so maybe maybe in the sense of the heavyweight tournament winner, whatever, season winner, whatever, make that a potential. But is that enough to where people are like, okay, that's that's a super fight? No. You know, it just – I think when people think super fight, they want to see the whole package. They want to see a, a character. They want to have somebody that has a storied name, you know, two A's. Two A-sides coming, not, you know, an A-side and somebody that maybe qualifies as a, a decent B-side. You know, you really, you know, maybe we're setting up, maybe I'm setting my thoughts of what a super fight is, is too high. But, you know, you, you almost want two stars. To me, it sounds like, you know, when you want a super fight, you have two people that are stars in their own right coming head to head to make something happen. And, you know, obviously, if there could be a cross promotion with Jones being getting the okay to go defend the UFC's name oh, and the PFL, like that would be ginormous. That'd be insane. Not gonna happen, but that would yeah, be insane. it would be absolutely nuts. You know, that would qualify as a super fight. You know, um, but it's interesting. Um, you know, there's a lot of cats at the top of the UFC that, um, you know, if they got another loss or two, you know, I hate to say it, but you know, like Derek Lewis, you know, if he doesn't have a great run and say he gets let go of the UFC, I could see that qualifying as a guy that they could bring over and say, okay, this was a guy that, you know, multiple, you know, UFC heavyweight contender that vied for the championship didn't get it. I bet you, you know? I bet you there's no way they let any recognizable heavyweights leave right now, no matter what happens. I bet. You know, so they just try to keep him until yep. he loses or something. I, I guarantee, like I guarantee, and that's a guarantee is a pretty strong word. Yeah. But I promise you that there's, I can see where if there's there something because that's a that. that's a perfect scenario. Derek Lewis is perfect, right? Yeah. I mean, super popular, fun fighting yeah. style. Like that to me, like if they could do that, even though the first fight sucked and all that. If, if, if they could do that fight, I think that would definitely generate interest, yeah. and Derek's going to help you know get some interest involved and all that. But, you know, first of all, I think the UFC likes Derek a lot because he, does, do like he doesn't him. say no. Yeah. They know he's going to be entertaining. He'll fight, whatever. But anybody like that? Like, even um, – gosh, I mean, like, you know, Andre Olosky's nearing the end, right? Unfortunately, I'm losing all my guys, man. All my guys are, are nearing the end. Well, he I, might I'm, fight to a 50. Who knows? Yeah. You know what I'm I mean? I'm picking him in this in that upcoming oh, one. Oh, I love it. I picked him. I love it. He's a – I just, I just looked at that fight card. It's him and – Dante Mays. I love it. That's a winnable fight. It's a winnable fight. It's a winnable fight. It's a winnable fight. Uh, but uh, names like that, like I guarantee you right yeah. now that if somebody's like out of contract. Arlovsky, I could see that with his power, with his name power, being the, oh. the, the former champ that he was. Who wouldn't want to see that? That, that, be a that would qualify. But in that fairness, qualify. He, he just – I mean, he had a four-fight win streak for his last loss. So I'm not trying to write him off. But I'm just thinking yeah. about name value, well, like name I recognition mean, I mean, like yeah, that. Definitely. And he's even said it. I mean, like he doesn't want – it's not like he's ready to retire. But I mean, like – he knows he's getting long in the tooth, you know, and that 
It's not going to be there 44. forever, you know. Granted, with heavyweights, they and especially a guy like him, his, he's had this lasting power. But you kind of want him to if he's going to keep fighting, get the fucking payday, man. Mm-hmm. Like he, I, I don't know what he's getting paid here at the UFC, but he, I guarantee he's not getting two million for a fight. Not two million. He's getting paid pretty well. He's but not paid, two million. But I mean. And that's if he lost. Like maybe yeah. there'd be extra bonuses, and then there if he was able to take it and win. I'm sure that that's just the minimum, you know, of whatever the surprise. I'm sure that's just a minimum too. I don't know if they have a, you know, then it's percentage points or if they're doing something like-minded or whatever. Um, but yeah, those are the kind of names that make sense for whatever they want to call this super fight. Because yeah. if you bring in a, a so-so name, what's super about it? And then you're going to ruin the whole idea of what these super fights right from the get-go. They have to get it right. Yep. You know, you're going to get one chance to get, make that first impression where people are like, holy shit, now I understand why you're calling these a super fights and why you want to do a pay-per-view and why you want to do whatever. But you got to get it right. Mm-hmm. You know, if you give us a so-so, they're like, why wasn't this regular regular PFL season? Right. Because you know, then you're like, that was okay. So it's it's a tough it's a tough tall order. But so There's um, still a lot of work left for the PFL. A lot of work to do. But, man, they, they open up the door. Um they did it. I mean, credit to them. I mean, a lot of people are – I mean, PFL is trying things. They're doing mm-hmm. things, you know. And I like I, the I, PFL. So a lot of people just like to shit on the organization, you know, say it like it's how it's run. You know, they're, they're questionable in how they're spending their money or whatever. If they have their money and they're getting people to invest into them and they're doing stuff – Fuck, give them a chance. You have to. You know, If you're not the UFC, you have to spend extra money to get yep. people to come to your organization. That's just the reality of the situation. Yep. You have to pay more money. You have to pay a premium. And if you're getting somebody to invest, like whatever that thing Dan was referencing, $280 million or whatever, if you're getting somebody that's willing to spend that kind of money, they obviously believe in your, your product. Or they're trying to launder a large amount of money <laughs> through your company. <laughs> I love it when we throw that out and everybody kind of remember that time you said something about that? Um, but no, I mean, uh, it's fantastic. But yeah, nobody gives a, a company $280 million without them believing that they're trying some new stuff yep. and that they're doing something right. And PFL is doing it, man. The fact that now people are having talks like, is PFL going to buy Bellator? It's like, holy shit. What has happened? If that's even, even a possibility, it's just like the the world is done turned well, upside down. Well, that's it, down. right? Because I don't think that's going to happen. Like again, and I it could. You never know. I had heard that Bellator was trying to bring in some investment, but a partial investment, like sell off a piece of it, bring mm-hmm. in a strategic partner, not sell off the whole thing. Yeah. But again, you never know. If somebody says, "Hey, I'll give you that much for ten percent," you know, they're like, "Oh, I'll give you that for a hundred percent." How about that? Yeah. I want the whole thing. You so see, you never know. You never know. But I don't think that's going to happen. But what you just said is exactly right. That's why you'll get a Francis Ngannou because if you know, six months ago, yep. you'd have said, hey, man, I heard, uh, heard PFL's going to buy Bellator. People would just be like, bro, what are you talking about? That's right. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Now you say, I heard PFL's buying Bellator. And you go, really? Yep. Man, that could be that could be something. You know what yep. I mean? It's, you, you give it reality because they change their position in the marketplace yep. with this move. And it's, and it's funny when you think about the UFC. When did, they, when did their value really start growing up? When did they start blowing up? It was when they started getting TV deals. Right, of course. So you bring the right people in, you go to markets that are really untapped, you're going to bring in this huge African star, and then you're going to start bringing the other stars from other nations in, the TV deals are going to start coming. That money, like, what we when we look at $280 million, we're like, wow, that's a crazy amount of money. Think about what the Fox deal oh, was, yeah. you know, and then you start, start thinking about what the ESPN, ESPN deal, deal is. It's unreal, bro. And, like and, the potential. And, and this is, is what I crazy. love. This is what I love about what they're doing, as far as uh, creating these international leagues. Like, right. it's it's prime time in those markets. So you're yep. exactly right. So now, if you take now, you may say, well, that well, you know, if, if I'm ESPN, why do I want to pay for that? No, you're right, because your ESPN is large in the United States, but it's not large everywhere, right? right? But if you're Amazon, if right. you're Apple. Right. If you're Netflix, right. You know what I mean. And you're like, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. So if I if I give money for your product, you're saying that not only do I get primetime United States sporting events, but I get primetime Asia, primetime Middle East, primetime right. Africa, localized, regionalized, uh, with recognizable names. I mean, look at what they've done with Dan Hardy in Europe. Now Francis yep. Ngannou in Africa. Um, you know, I, so I can. So now I can. I can. This this serves my customers. All over the world for the price that you're giving me in prime time. I like what you're doing there. Let's yep. do that. So, look, man. I, you know, you again. They're spending money. They're being a little bit reckless, but they're doing it with a vision. And I think that if they actually pull it all off, and so far, they've delivered on everything they promised. I mean, when they first started talking about all this stuff, I'm like, dude, do you know what it's going to take to pull all that off? But they're pulling it off. They're getting it done. So, don't count them out, man. Don't count them out. Yeah. 
Um, what do you think? So it's funny because, like I said, I don't think the UFC is going to let any heavyweights go right now because I don't think they're going to allow any uh, any recognizable names potentially to be an opponent. Um, I kind of got that same feeling too. What, what did you think when you heard Dana talking about Tyson Fury and John Jones? And he's like, ah. Ah. that to me feels like more of a, a a let me steal some headlines away and B let me take one more part. I mean, Tyson Fury. I, now, granted, Tyson Fury. Uh, is a tough son of a bitch that uh, I believe thinks that he could. I, I just don't see him doing. I don't see him stepping into an octagon. No. Maybe maybe I'm crazy. It's ridiculous. He's not, and, and he said it. as much. He's right. like, you know, I am a prize fighter right. in the in a boxing in a box. ring. I'm not a cage fighter, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. And if it did, it certainly wouldn't be against the likes of a, a Francis Ngannou. No. I mean, or John, or John Jones, Jones or anybody along those lines. I mean, I could see him saying, "Hey." Hey, overweight media guy, that that cold coffee guy, yeah, I'll fight him in a cage. <laughs> I could see that happening, uh, but as for like a legit fighter, uh, and especially like a legit heavyweight or something, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But it, and it's vice versa. Like the MMA guy knows that he's not going to be able to box him in a boxing ring, and and it goes vice versa. You know, it's it's just all silly. But I mean. I felt like Danny I mean, was just, just saying, just like, let, just let, me, let me steal the headlines away. Yeah, let's take a little bit of this you know, energy back over here. I mean, and it was almost just like, you know, let's just be clear. I mean, if you want to talk the talk, we'll make it happen. We'll go straight fight circus style. We'll make it happen with midgets. <laughs> Um, I mean, I think he was just humoring <laughs> it and having a good time. Uh, but no, I don't. I think he has, you know, if you ask Dana, he could say one thing and then like the next day be like, oh, I was just literally just having some fun right but it just gets picked up and then the whole world talks about it or whatever no i have no i have no uh beliefs at all that dana would ever really humor any sort of thing because he understands the kind of money that would have to be and that it just would never happen i think he's smart enough to know like okay this won't this will never go anywhere further besides social media posts and talking or whatever and you know it's funny so the conversation i was having the other day uh with this gentleman you know he was like well couldn't couldn't john maybe go do a one-off like connor did with with floyd and i'm like well he could but not contractually like he'd have to negotiate that way but yeah. you've got to think i mean you have to have the ufc's blessing you'd have to have the ufc's blessing and i when i when you think about it man i mean i, I don't know that dana will ever admit this but I mean they made a lot of money off that deal and they made a, a cultural phenomenon type thing happen but like how many fights did we lose from Conor McGregor competing in the UFC by him doing that boxing match like not only the build up to it yep. the time after it yep. like I wonder like if, if Dana if you got him alone and you're like hey I'm not reporting this but I just want to hear your thoughts like I wonder if he'd be like I kind of regret doing that. Like, I wish we'd never done that because we lost a lot of time with Conor McGregor. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was – I mean, in a way, I think he probably realized what it was going to be doing for – as a byproduct, MMA in general and what mm -hmm. it did for Conor Starr because Conor was still the biggest star in MMA. And, let, I mean, look, Dana actually went out on that darn promotional mm -hmm. tour, like, giving intros, and he was crazy yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, so he was fully invested in it, but I think he realized that, you know, it was like that, you know, good press, bad press, you know, like just go be out there and just push it forward. You know, whether they were losing fights, which is definitely true, but they literally took his star power and just took it to another level, took it to a whole nother level. Yep. They just, I mean, it was just un unbelievable because, I mean, he was a big star before to make that happen. But after that fact, I mean, like, everybody knew who he was. I mean, yeah. people that knew who Floyd were that maybe had no idea of really what was going on in the MMA space. Now we're asking, who's this Irish guy? Who's this guy that's over here? Um, and then it just catapulted. So I think that when they weighed the benefits of it, um, the dollar value out of that promotion, what it did for the UFC, probably – just dwarf the fact of, hey, let's get one fight with like Connor and somebody else or whatever. Because mm -hmm. then they'd be spending money to do all this other kind of crap with all the promotion or whatever. So this was money where they were promoting their sport without having to actually really go too crazy into it. But um, but it'd be interesting. I mean, but I don't think Dan would ever say uh, that he regrets it because it was such a weirdly like cultural moment it of was. sport at the time. It was. Um, I mean, I remember – I mean, you were still with Junkie at the time, but USA Today was doing backflips over the whole thing. So they were sending extra people out to shoot stuff for that. Right. Like, And that has never happened before yeah. in our sport. They've never sent another team to cover that phenomena 
um, on right. on the other events, you know, like even the on sale tour, like they had no problem with, you know, we were like, Hey, well, let's have Kenny go to, to all of them. Who's Kenny? Who's that guy? Let's yeah. have Kobe. <laughs> let's send him out to everyone. And they were like, absolutely. Yep. Let's go to every single one. That's crazy. Yep. I mean, that's crazy. And they wanted, they wanted access to all the footage. They wanted to share stuff. They wanted to, they, they ate it up. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was just, yeah, was they bought so into They bought into that more than anything else we've ever done. It's just unreal. It was just unreal, but that just, that just shows what that was doing. And, can't say it was a bad decision now because just for the fact of like literally had organizations that have their hands in so many other things for them to stop and and sharply focus on this one moment it's huge it's huge especially when you think of like you know normally they consider us this small little niche market over here they were like they don't really pay attention they just let us do our thing Mm -hmm. but for them to be like hey we need to pay attention to these guys over here we're gonna help you support it we want you to send us stuff it's crazy it was huge you gonna watch the ultimate fighter um, I'll try. <laughs> if I remember, it's not like I just, I just, when I get home, like if, if I'm done with like the MMA day, like it's over, I just I'll watch other shit. So funny. You know, my Netflix think I thinks I only watch like Korean, like rom-coms <laughs> and other shit, like so my, an anime, like my Netflix thinks I'm ridiculous. But did they got you me watch down. at least one Korean rom-com for them to think that you yes. like Korean rom-coms? Yes, I did. And a couple of them. <laughs> The legendary uh, Wu, that she's a an, an autistic uh, lawyer who is totally badass and she's really cute. Uh, that one was fun. And then there was another one I watched. Uh... Shit, I can't think of the name. How did you Go find on. these? Netflix told me about them. <laughs> and it's it's just subtitles it just or whatever. Up. Yeah, or, or they dub it. Or they dub it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, like, yeah, you would think that. Uh... <laughs> Bro, it's not the pandemic anymore. There's stuff to do, like. <laughs> <laughs> you can go out. You don't have to. Well, run. I mean, what does I mean, you know, you got to afford to go out. You know, times is tough <laughs> keeping this keeping this huge household. Well, I understand running, you know, the, the estate the staff, here. There's a know? lot of you got a lot of people relying on you. You got to you, know, you got to keep the, So I got a penny pinch. I stay home and I watch my Netflix, which, which is provided by my T-Mobile account. <laughs> 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 Even though now they do charge me a couple bucks a month. They do. Man, they that was that used to be like the sweetest deal. Free now, it's just now they're like. That's a small little upcharge they or help whatever. Pay for it. I'm, well, you know what? I, I actually do you, need some. Do you do the Apple TV? I do. Because now that's with, uh, that's provided with, uh, depending on what your account is uh, oh, do, for T-Mobile t- as I well. will say, man, look, T-Mobile, I, you know, I'm not, they're not paying us. I'm not here, but I, yeah. the, the benefits that they give you, like the, the T-Mobile Tuesday stuff, yeah. whatever, they, a whole season of uh, MLS soccer was free. Yep. Like I said. Uh, they do the MLB uh, channel or whatever sometimes too for like a full year. They, they give you some stuff, man. And it's funny because I'd never seen others do that, but now I see other ones like Verizon I think now starts to give like a free one. But like, yeah, T-Mobile is like one of those ones that uh, I've been with them since like 2006. Yeah, about the same. You know, so when I call them up now, they're like, oh, Mr. Hathaway, blah, 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 whoever that guy is. Uh, <laughs> like, sir, I don't recognize your name. I'm like, it's me, Kokami. And they're like, oh, got it, got it. What can I do for you, sir? But yeah, when I, I it's funny. I, I swear when I was younger, I, I remember I switched between like Sprint and other ones. And then when I got on the T-Mobile and then they had that international, that data, like remote data where yeah, you yeah. just start using it. Then I was like, that was just game changer. And then I was like, why, why would I go anywhere else yep. or whatever? And then when you start throwing in like the, the TV plans. But long story short, and yes, this is not a T-Mobile ad, but should you ever sign up? Hashtag MMA Roadshow <laughs> gift code. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's why I get my Netflix. So that's why I've been watching Netflix. So yeah, but yeah, if you if somebody ever like stayed at my house and like randomly went through my Netflix, they'd be like, "Who lives here?" <laughs> like it's either anime or like who is sharing your login information? <laughs> because cle- <laughs> who clearly who is, somebody who in, in South Korea, Korea. <laughs> somebody in Korea has access did to your you, uh, account, sir. Did you leave your your Netflix logged in when we went to Seoul for yeah, that USC it. event back in the day? But I will tell you what, though, when it comes to a lot of stuff, if you don't watch it, like uh, a lot of the sci-fi and like gore and some of the um, like other stuff, Korea, man, they've been really bringing it. So I don't know. Maybe I just watch some of that stuff and then Netflix like, well, here, try this. And You're on the cutting edge of I'm on the cutting I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Well, I need some recommendations. I'm going to need some. Like, I, I got three shows that I – and I don't watch a lot. Like, I do, I'll be honest with you. Like when uh, – I watch MMA all day every day, man. I watch regional events. I watch like the podcasts that they have on UFC Fight Pass. I watch – I watch everything. That's 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 pretty much most of what I watch. But I do watch a little bit of television. But I got three shows that I really like, and they're all coming to an end like next week. I got I got Ted Lasso, 
which if anybody isn't on the Ted Lasso bandwagon, I highly recommend it. It is coming to an end, but it's it's a good series. I mean, it's not a long – It's I think it's only been like three seasons, so it's not like you got like – you know, months worth of watching if, if you want to watch. I don't know if you'd be able to watch it before the finale, but, you know, it's still there. Uh, I love Barry. Barry is a phenomenal show. That's coming to an end as well. Yep, yep. And uh, me and the wife, one that, and I watch those two on my own. Me and the wife, one that we watch together is Succession, and that's coming to an end as well. Those are probably like the three shows I watch in total on TV. That's like yep. literally the only like drama type programs that I watch. And all three of them are coming to an end like next week. <laughs> I don't I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe just maybe I'll just swear off TV at that point. I forgot before I forget you know, speaking because of my love of like Korean like sci-fi stuff. You know Brian Ree? He's like MMA. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. He's yep. like manager yep. or whatever. Yep. Like he does all a lot of Korean like, stuff. Uh-huh. Uh he's actually uh has a small bit in the movie called The Host. Which is like this Korean like sci-fi thing with this monster what? gets morphed out or whatever. I forgot all about that, and then I, because I loved that movie, and then randomly like a year or so ago, he posted this thing and it was a reminder of him, and it showed a picture of this like guy that's in the movie, and I was like, wait, it's, that looks like, him. and then I went back and looked at the credits. Sure enough, that was him. He acted in the movie and stuff, but I was like, dude, I love that movie. That's hilarious. Yeah, so that I haven't seen Brian in a while, like, but yeah, yeah, come back together. Dude, the the weird. Mixing of MMA and my love and for that's Korean what led, That's what led you down. Yeah. It was Brian. You're blaming <laughs> no. on Brian Reed now. Is what you're trying no, to do? But no, but what's funny is like it just like I think he was surprised that anybody saw the movie. I was like, bro, I love that genre of <laughs> shit. Like, you give me some Korean sci-fi horror or He's whatever. Like, what? Yeah. Why I'm did like, you watch <laughs> this? Like, how? But it's actually you, pretty good. How did you come across this? But yeah, he's he's towards the end of it. Uh, or when the like shit's happening. But the it's a movie is a fun movie. Does he have uh, a line or anything, or is he just got yeah. like an extra in there? No, he's got he, a line. But yeah, he's got he's got like a couple lines. It's a small it's a small scene, but like you could definitely you definitely know it's him if you watch it. That's stuff. awesome. But yeah. I will not watch it, but I'll. T- <laughs> maybe, it's actually maybe, worth watching. Maybe I'll try to fast it's not, forward. It's not and a find bad movie. Scene. It's not a bad movie. Maybe give me like a link in, a, in an actual time code, and I'll just go <laughs> and I'll, I'll watch his scene. I don't know if I'm gonna. I'm gonna know if I expose myself to the entire Korean sci-fi movie. Oh, it's cool though. Uh, it's all cool. right. So if anybody's got recommendations of something to watch, uh, I would appreciate it because uh, the other stuff my wife watches just she does not interest me Did whatsoever. Did you ever do the what's it Yellowstone? I haven't watched. I started Yellowstone. watching. Good. I started watching that. Uh, I still. I but I, I start getting distracted by all my Korean stuff. <laughs> but uh, that one's so. That one's good. Abby's real high on that one. Abby likes that one. He was talking about that one. About Yellowstone. Yellowstone. All right, maybe I'll have to get that um, one. Go. I feel like there's a couple other ones, but yeah, Yellowstone was definitely one of the ones. I have to think of some of the other ones I recently watched, but. Uh, and then I'll and then I'll just shout out for anybody that hasn't watched it. <laughs> Ted Lasso, Barry, Succession. Definitely. Yeah, I need to get on the Ted Lasso. I've oh, literally so been good. looking because it's part of the Apple Plus, yeah. whatever. And I've looked at it and I've, I just haven't pulled the trigger. So on it. good, so good. Uh, did you ever watch the Conor McGregor documentary? No, still not, huh? Not yet. You really just don't watch MMA once it's over. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the Sunday, I well, the Sunday. It's funny because I went walking, worked out a little bit. I read the paper, and I literally was told myself, "Well, today's the day I can do it." And then I just never got around to doing it. But. I watched uh I watch real sports every every month, right? It comes out on Tuesday, so it came out last night. I watched it last night. Uh I had to download a new app. HBO Max is that it's it's just Max now? Yep, Max. What the hell are they doing? And not only is it a name change, which makes no damn sense. Like Max, where's the HBO part? That's the brand recognition part that I recognize is HBO. Where's that? And no, yeah, you gotta download I mean you it, to it download takes, a brand new app. It takes two seconds. Like you just got to download the app and then it basically like auto logs you in because it then takes you gotta your uninstall other uninstall the other one. What are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? I just don't get the strategy whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the details was behind that. Was it a merge or something? Or they just I don't, I don't know. know. No, no. I don't. Right. Dude, when I when I think of Max, I think of Cinemax back in the day. Skinemax. Skinemax. Exactly, right? That was a part of our youth. Yeah. <laughs> Late nights. All the softcore. All the softcore porn <laughs> on there. I think it's I think of Cinemax. I don't know what they're doing. Uh what else? Uh oh I'm gonna give a shout out to Savannah Bananas. Had a good time. Had a oh, good, I meant to ask you how that was. Had a really fun time, man. Uh it's now I will say this. It's a cool thing and and also a chaotic thing. They they just do like general admission, so like there's no assigned seats, so like people kind of line up and it gets kind of crowded and kind of chaotic as people go find their seats. But mm. it means that we got like really nice seats and worked out pretty good. Yeah. Uh, since I couldn't buy the VIP tickets because they sold out so fast, um, but it was a lot of fun and it was my my wife and kid who know literally I don't think I've ever watched a full inning of baseball in their life. They sat there and enjoyed all of it and were like. 
Uh, my kid was even like, man, if baseball was like this, like I would actually, I would actually watch baseball. Of course, it wouldn't it's be because it's very different. It's very different. <laughs> very different. So I was reading this thing. Uh, just um, this is I don't know if this person just sort of like uh, guesstimating whatever, but it was talking about since now with the the Max has a bunch more TV shows and all the other stuff that's into it. This particular person said dropping HBO from the name is also meant to protect the HBO brand from potential dilution by being associated with not so prestige TLC reality shows like Dr. Pimple Popper, My 600 Pound <laughs> Life, all this other one. Like they want to keep the HBO brand as being like the movies, the big high end stuff. Okay. And then now if you're going to have all these other shows that we would find on like TLC Network and all these other ones, which maybe are sort of coming underneath this Warner, Warner Brothers thing. Got that they don't it. want to dilute okay. it or something. Hey, there's actually some logic in that. Yeah. I can actually see that, right? Yeah, because so, you don't want to so ruin the brand. So you'll have HBO as a brand inside of Max, and you're like, yeah. hey, you know you know, if it's HBO, it's top-level premium content. Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then you're going to have all the other stuff. Okay, there's actually logic in that. Yeah. Have you ever seen any of that Dr. Pimple Popper? No, I, I, it's I so gross, but it's swear I thought you were ridiculous. Like making something up it's there. It's like this, if it's the one I'm thinking about, it's just uh, this chick that does – that and other like stuff. I'm not sure what the actual title of her job. It's not pimple popper, but she pimps pops pimples. Pops, pimps popples. But like she be pimping her like sis and like other stuff when people have different um, uh, things affecting. That has to be the most disgusting show ever. It's ridiculous, but it's like you can't stop watching it. I'm like, oh my god! You're like, is there any more in there? Just squeeze it all out. It's it's so gross. It's so gross. But like literally, the show makes mad money. Like. Tons of people watch it. So it's everybody's got like up. crazy social following I'm or sure. weird clips. Not as good as like Power Slap, obviously, since that's like the biggest the social biggest media ever. Prever, you know, like Dwarfs, NFL, and everybody, and all that stuff together. Times 10, according to Dana. Uh, but yeah. It's, Did those numbers ever come out? Didn't he say he was going to give them to MMA Mania? Did they ever publish them? I don't I don't think so. I don't, I'm I, sure they probably forgot to even ask him or, they, or he paid them off with $100 bills and they just uh, <laughs> they stopped asking about it. <laughs> Because that's, so that's what that $100 is. Uh, he, was, he was clearly trying to buy somebody's content. That was that was a weird situation, right? Yeah. You, was, you, you were there, right? When, I he, was when he gave right, li- Amy Cavill. Because you guys normally, you're all assigned seats and normally like yeah, right by each other. Side by side, because I was waiting to do my Dana questions after hers. You right. Know? Or in fact, that, that was from my question. I was the one asking him about that fight, and then he was like, because it was about the Aljo, whatever about, and he was like, that's when he brought up the, you know, who do you think called? Who do you think called? I'll give $100 to anybody here in the room. They could tell me who it was. And she was like, Henry. And he's like, Phew. so he stands up and give it. And at the time, we were just laughing. In fact, I think I even said, well, he's a man of his word, you know. Right. And then he sits back down, and then we just went on about it, you right. know. And then it just blew up. And everyone's like, oh, how dare she? How dare whatever? You know, I get it. I get why people are, are fired up. You know, they're spo- you're not supposed to take gifts and other stuff. But when I saw that at the moment, I didn't see it as a gift. I saw it as like there was a moment of trivia in this fun sort of absurd thing. And she was rewarded for the answer to this thing. Right. Now, with that, not every person has access to that room. You know, as media, we're provided media access, tickets to be in that room. So we're able to be in that room where most people can't. So not everybody had the the, the potential to play this trivia game. Yep. But does anybody actually thought Dana was actually trying to buy her contribution in some particular way no. by doing that? No. no. It, it'd be silly and ridiculous for anybody to say that. But I get it's a weird why people are upset and fired up because yep. they, they see it as, oh, it's obviously a conflict of interest, you know, blah, 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 blah. I get that, but on the other side, I also see a woman that struggles to to take care of her son, and she sees a quick way, you know, out of harmless, you know, was able to get a hundred bucks. Should she could she have said, "Ugh, I appreciate the thought," you know, and yep. been done with it? Going forward, I think that's the way because we saw what the the out the the backlash. If you're put in that situation, even if you're not sure whether it is a gift or whether it's a trivia, whether it's an earned prize, it's the potential for how it looks. Like I can yeah. guarantee you. If if that had been you, if you'd have said Henry Cejudo and he'd have walked up and handed you a hundred dollars, and and Gannett or USA Today saw that they would with haste ensure that you gave back that one hundred dollars right. immediately. 100%. And, and and again, not because not because it was intended as any sort of as you said, I'm gonna curry uh, favor because right. I'm giving you this hundred dollars. Right. Or from now on, I expect only positive coverage out of you because exactly. I'm giving you this hundred dollars. That's not what is intended as. Yeah. However. 
journalistic integrity does state that you cannot allow there to be any potential view of impropriety right. going on there. And so right. I guarantee you Gannett would say you need to give that money back right. immediately. I mean, I, you know, and, and – But you bring in the personal things. And I thought about the same thing as well. And that shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. It, it, the, but the I profession get, I is the profession. But yeah. when you add the reality of what's actually going on, like I thought about the same thing. Like we see, like – she yeah. goes through as a single mom, right? Yeah, as a single mom, I see the time that her outlet does not pay her for things. I mean, her boss literally, she responded to her boss, let her boss know, and the boss was like, that's awesome. So if they don't you know, care. If your boss doesn't care, why should anybody else care? Yep. And, you know, obviously they realize that they're probably not taking care of her like they should for what she does for them. But ultimately, you know, at the end of the day, I saw, uh, you know, a woman that's able to now buy something for her kid or or buy something whatever am i going to lose sleep because she took a hundred dollars from this thing no i'm not you know but i also i get i get why somebody needs to make a statement about there because it should be reminders there should be reminders in fact i just did a, co- a code of conduct uh for gannett where we have to talk about these sort of right. things you have to pass all these things you know we do have to do it every year i think i can't remember their policy it was like you shouldn't accept anything over like twenty dollars or, or with yeah. value over like twenty dollars yeah, there ha- there's there's like limits like say so say if you're talking you know there's a business client and somebody's like um it's not unheard of for like say in the process of doing business that they want to buy a dinner as you're discussing business negotiation, but it can't be some eccentric, crazy over the top thing. If it's just a moderate dinner or whatever, that's like normal, like a normal course of business. It's not frowned upon, right? but you just got to stay above board, you know, and other kind of thing. So in this situation, I could see why, you know, both sides is the potential that people could see that this was maybe a, a problem? Yes, and if there's a potential problem like that, the best thing is to not accept it and do whatever. But on the other, at the end of the day, you know, a single mother wanting to have the potential to uh, buy food, what the fuck do I care? Mm-hmm. You know, honestly. And I have a, a, a story uh, that I don't know if I told, I think I told you, or I know I told some others, and fuck it, I'll out him here because he's so ridiculous. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, maybe I won't fully out him. But there's another media member that was there present who loves to gamble, and he's a crazy gambling degenerate. I won't say his name, but uh, he's so effing ridiculous. But he had a wad of money because he was going to go gambling later on that night. He wanted that $100 to give luck to his other dollar. So what did he do? I'll give you $200 for that $100. What? And bought that $100 bill. She ended up getting two hundred. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, now I guess everybody knows. So maybe they'll give her more grief because she made two hundred dollars that night. So another media member wow. bought that hundred uh, because he wanted it rubbing up against his other money so he can get luck because he knows Dana's a, a gambler. So he wanted to go the. the, the oh, that's crazy. So. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That might be the craziest thing I've ever heard of in my life. It's ridiculous. When I was telling the people on our staff, they're like, oh, man, this $100. I was like, I said, I got something that's even <laughs> crazier than that. <laughs> Who would pay you $200 for something worth $100? <laughs> Just for the sheer whatever. But I mean, if for you're – the sheer luck that comes that, associated I, with the money. But I get it too. I mean, if he's if that's all gambling winnings, it's all it's all make, it's all all make fake money anyways. True. It's, not, it's not like it's earned or whatever. Or I mean, it is. I'm not trying to say – gambling or like there isn't skill involved there is but uh it was money he was already willing to lose it was all bent it was all plus for him at that point so for him in his mind having the thought of like yeah i got dana's hunter in my wallet let's go to the tables or whatever crazy amy would go to the supermarket to get food this dude took it to the fucking casino or who knows maybe he framed it that's crazy but he paid for it that's hilarious do you, you know talk about luck uh did you see? I know you're not on Twitter a lot. I was tweeting. Uh, I tweeted. Well, I had a couple cocktails last night as well. But Derek, uh, Derek, did you get? Did you have a little tequila? <laughs> I didn't have any tequila. Were there any nipples being lit? There were no nipples. And my no night was not nearly fire. as exciting as yours. Uh, I just had dinner with my family and then came Don't home. Don't be Copper Cake West, by the way. Should you guys come? Yeah, and, uh, uh, should you visit Vegas? Uh, wanna wanna meet up with me at the Copper Cake West? Let's I'm do telling it. you, let's do where's it. Where's that bar where they light nipples on fire? I want to go to that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just that go- might be multiple bars in town. Just, you know, just Google nipples on fire Las Vegas and see what you come up with. I'm gonna do it right <laughs> now. Uh, but no, Derek Brunson last night was posting that he posted a, a parlay that he had. It was like a like a fifteen dollar parlay that ended up winning like thirty grand on because Holy it was cow. like yeah, it was like a like a thirteen team parlay or something like that. But he posted it and I was scrolling through it and like eight of the thirteen legs or whatever were like tennis matches and I'm like. 
Derek, did you just like guess on these? And he was like, he hit me back. He's like, nah, man, I've been watching tennis forever. He's like, I, I, he's like, I bet tennis all the time, man. I know the sport. I'm like, wow. So I, I promise the next media day when he comes in, we don't talk about MMA. We just talk about uh, tennis. tennis. Yeah, get his hot, hot takes on tennis. Hey, man, obviously he knows what he's talking about. Uh, one, of the, one of the images that pops up for Nipples on Fire Bar Las Vegas, that was my search, is a picture of the hogs and heifers. <laughs> I could quite see that. I can see that at Hogs so and So nipples Heifers. have definitely been set on fire inside Hogs and Heifers. Yeah, Hogs and Heifers is down by Fremont Experience, should you guys come to town. And it's also near a, a wonderful pizza place called Pizza Rock. Mm. Yeah, Hogs and Heifers, cash only, uh, but prepared, be prepared for some craziness if you go in there. But uh, keep your phones away. Uh, they frown upon phones. That's right. Because they want people to go in there and let loose. They want they want the, the women that uh, – have to go back to the respectable jobs to lose, photos. to lose out, lose that inhibition and get on the stage or get on the bar and dance and other shit. And they should. It's fun. It's a rowdy, rowdy place. But they also have a PBR pounders there. I think if there's a lesson to be learned, it's that the USC should not have another off week anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> we need, I don't mind. We off need week, the though. USC structure in our life, not yeah. only to keep our our behavior in check, but also to keep our conversation in check because yeah. uh, we need MMA to talk about. Yeah, but nipples on nipples. fire is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with you there. All right, listen, like I said, no USC this weekend, but uh, Fury Professional Grappling 7 on Saturday night and USC Fight Pass. I will be out in Philadelphia for that myself and CM Punk, so make sure you check us out there. Uh, appreciate everybody that supports us over at patreon.com slash the MMA Roadshow. For those $3 a month, you can help support us there and get exclusive access to the and a half episodes, uh, which there will not be one this week because there's a rare USC off week. I don't think there's another one for months and months. So yeah. uh, enjoy the weekend. Make sure you check out uh, Fury Professional Grappling. And uh, like I said, enjoy the time with your family. Memorial Day weekend. Obviously Ooh, very, yes. very important uh, holiday in uh, America. So make sure you uh, honor those and uh, – We'll get back on the grind next week, and we'll start the crazy run. In the meantime, thanks for listening.